This is a Demon FM podcast. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Demon FM's Weekly Wonder Podcast. The podcast where hard-working members of Demon FM bring you content to help you get through this lousy lockdown. There's plenty of variety to look forward to in this episode, filled with information and ideas to help you keep soldiering on through quarantine. Our committed members have gotten their creative energies flowing and have come together to create a fine selection of content to keep you entertained. Coming up in this episode, Alice is going to inform you of the different ways you can productively learn if you're eager to learn something new. So with social media, there is definitely people on every single platform that are specialising in a certain area you might be interested in. So it might be marketing or it might just be coffee, really random things like that. There'll definitely be accounts dedicated to that. And of course, I'm proud to announce that my own segment, Cat's Corner, is back from last season. I have some thrilling book recommendations that should keep your imagination alive and your fingers turning pages. Elizabeth, Joyce, Ibrahim and Ron might be pushing 80, but they still have a few tricks up their sleeves. Can our unorthodox but brilliant gang catch the killer before it's too late? And of course, we've got the fabulous Reese interviewing a local Leicester electronic and synthwave music artist, Digital Blonde. But the 80s synthwave sound's gone really popular again, sort of lately. Mm. I mean, I, I've always been into it, but I think it was, I watched the um, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the old soundtrack, I mean, the soundtrack more or less made that program. As well as plenty of other content to look forward to in this episode. I'm your host, Catherine Markham, and this is the Weekly Wonder Podcast. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. First up on today's show, we have an update on the most important news of the week with our brand new Demon Media Strand Demon News. Demon News are working to bring all of the latest and need-to-know information to your podcast, which this week includes recent developments on the COVID front and the royal family. Bringing the news on this episode is Deputy Head of Demon News, Philippa. Hello and welcome to this week's news section of the podcast. Starting with the ever-changing situation with the pandemic, and yes, it will almost certainly have changed again by the time you hear this, but I suppose it just means you have to come back and listen next week. On Sunday the 14th of February, it was reported that more than 60 Conservative MPs had sent a letter to Boris Johnson adding to the already mounting pressure to end lockdown and start easing restrictions. This came alongside the start of the second phase of the vaccine rollout, which began on Monday. This includes vaccinating those aged over 65 and the clinically vulnerable. It was later on Monday, and likely in response to the growing demands to end lockdown, that Boris Johnson said we have to be optimistic, but patient. Monday was a busy day in the world of coronavirus as it also saw the start of the vaccine hotels for people travelling from 33 red-listed countries. This means people travelling into the UK from these countries will now need both a negative coronavirus test and will have to pay £1,750 for their 10-day stay in a government-sanctioned hotel. 
As has now been discussed throughout the course of the pandemic, research announced on Wednesday suggests fatigue, headache and sore throat should also be added to the list of COVID symptoms. On Thursday, most major broadcasters took part in a campaign video to encourage BAME groups to have the COVID vaccine. It was shown simultaneously at 9.56 and included many famous faces from across the BAME community, such as Denise Lewis, Ramesh Ranganathan and Beverly Knight. Boris Johnson also pledged to give the UK's surplus vaccine to developing countries. However, the World Trade Organization chief has said at a meeting with the G7 leaders that the UK should also send their vaccines now. Away from coronavirus, it was announced on Wednesday that all Premier League matches will continue to be shown on live TV until fans are allowed back into stadiums. Ford and Jaguar Land Rover have both committed to turning all of their cars electric by 2030 to follow the government's green plan which was announced last year. On Friday, the Supreme Court ruled that Uber drivers are workers, which now makes them eligible for sick leave and holiday pay. It has also been a busy week for the royal family. On Tuesday evening, Prince Philip was admitted into hospital as a precautionary measure. It is expected that he will stay in hospital into next week for observational purposes. On Valentine's Day, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced that they were due to have their second child. This was followed by them informing the rest of the royal family on Friday that they won't be returning as working royals. And also, on a side note of babies, Princess Eugene and Jax Brooksbank have released a photo of their new baby, August Philip Hawk Brooksbank. And I can't lie, it's adorable. And I have shed a tear. On a more global note, Donald Trump's impeachment trial came to a close, with the outcome being that Trump was not guilty of inciting an insurrection at the US Capitol building last month. It was one of the shortest impeachment trials in US history. Also, on Thursday the 18th of February, NASA's Perseverance rover landed on Mars, and as someone who understands absolutely nothing about space, even I found watching it exciting and euphoric especially after the year we've had. If you want to get involved with Demon News in any way, please get in contact with us because we would love to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks for the updates, Philippa. While these are still concerning times, it's good to know that things are starting to move forward. If any DMU students out there have a passion for journalism and want to get involved, you can email hello at demon-media.co.uk. This will enable you to get in touch with the news team and find out how to get involved. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. Up next, to keep you all mentally stimulated and on your toes, I actually have some riddles for you guys to work out during the show to get those mental gears turning. Don't worry about working them out straight away, as the answers will be revealed later on in the show. So, let's get straight to it, shall we? Riddle number one. I have no feet, no hands, no wings, but I climb to the sky. What am I? I have no feet, no hands, no wings, but I climb to the sky. What am I? And that is rule number one. Uh, if you want to listen to that again, just quickly like go backwards 10 seconds. And you'll be able to hear me say it. Okay, so up next for riddle number two is... If a rooster laid a brown egg and a white egg... What kind of chicks would hatch? 
If a rooster laid a brown egg and a white egg, what kind of chicks would hatch? And lastly, riddle number three. I can be cracked. I can be made. I can be told. I can be played. What am I? I can be cracked. I can be made. I can be told. I can be played. What am I? Okay, so three riddles that are hopefully not too difficult, but just challenging enough to keep you entertained. You'll have the rest of the show to figure them out before I give the answers at the end. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. After almost a year of being stuck indoors, by now you might be feeling tellied out and desperate to learn something new and keep yourself mentally sharp. Well, don't worry. Because if you're looking to build an extension onto your Mind Palace, Alice has several recommendations for where to start, especially for students. What have you got for us, Alice? Hi, I'm Alice, and I thought I'd share a few ways that you could expand your knowledge during lockdown, especially. So the first one might seem a little bit obvious, but that is online courses. So if you're a DMU student, you can actually use LinkedIn Learning for free. There's a whole wide range of courses on there that you can do and you can add them to your profile and your CV, or you could just do them for fun. There is also a range of free courses like the ones offered by Google Digital Garage, from digital marketing to technology to career development. There's loads of different things on there and it's also productive as well as a little bit of fun or something different to do. But if you're kind of sick of online classes, uh, which you might be at the moment, there's definitely some other ways that you can expand your knowledge. So with social media, there is definitely people on every single platform that are specializing in a certain area you might be interested in. So it might be marketing or it might just be coffee, really random things like that. There'll definitely be accounts dedicated to that and you can follow them, you can watch them. And that's just a really nice way to expand your knowledge on something fun that you might be interested in. Along with that, there is also podcasts. Podcasts also go along quite well with that. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and I'm sure you can find one for you. And there's a load of range of different topics. You'll definitely be able to find something that interests you and it's a nice way to shut your brain off and just listen. You don't necessarily have to do anything else, but you can do if you want. If you're a uni student, then the library is actually a really great resource. Online, you can access a bunch of different articles around many different topics. It doesn't necessarily have to be a very academic subject. It can be literally anything, and I'm sure you can find something on there. And with that, I would also recommend if you're a uni student, possibly joining a society or a club. A lot of societies and clubs are still going at the moment. Obviously, they are online. But there are clubs and societies for loads of different things. And if you can't find one that suits you, you can actually set up your own society and club and then meet new people as well as learning new things. This final one might not be something for everyone, but I would recommend you listen or read the news more. There's loads of free sources like the BBC or The Guardian, loads of different places like that. You can go on the Demon website, which is really great. And obviously, if you're finding it hard to hear about the current state of the world and it's putting you down, you can also filter it by certain subject areas, whether that's like entertainment or health and lifestyle, loads of different things like that. And I really recommend it because there's always some great stuff to consume. You'll definitely find an article that you can read about any topic. That's just a few ways that you can expand your knowledge during lockdown or any time, really. I just want to say that just because you're in lockdown, you don't necessarily have to be productive. There's no pressure to be productive. It's just an option that you can be if you want to. Just because you're in lockdown doesn't mean you have to focus all of your energy into being productive all the time. First, look after yourself, and then you can look at being super productive afterwards.
Oh, thanks, Alice. Some really helpful and important advice there. If anyone is considering looking for more podcasts, you can find thousands of them on Spotify, iTunes and YouTube. But of course, make sure you check out Demon Podcasts on Spotify first. Okay, shameless self-promo over. On to the next segment. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. Right then, let's see whose segment is up next. Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I mean, oh, it was not not me, totally. <laughs> it's time for the return of Cat's Corner, a segment featured in the last series of Weekly Wonder. I can honestly tell you I'm back with some excellent book recommendations and advice on how you can find new books if you're stuck in that phase of not knowing what to read next. Take it away, me from the past. Hello and welcome back to Cat's Corner. This is the book corner of the Weekly Wonder and you can just sit back, relax and I suppose enjoy my voice or, you know, enjoy a book actually. Uh, Maybe you've got someone in the background right now as you're reading. So we're going to start off with my favourite book of this week, which is Richard Osman's record-breaking number one bestseller, The Thursday Murder Club. Now, I'm only halfway through this, but I can honestly say this is probably one of the best books I've read. I suppose in the last couple of years, it's fascinating. I'll read you a couple of snippets of reviews from the back of the cover. So Marianne Keyes has put it as smart, compassionate, warm, moving, and so very funny. I love that. I can agree. I fully agree with that statement. We've got Mark Billingham, who's put thrilling, moving, laugh out loud funny. Then we've got Belinda Bauer. Such a pleasurable read. I laughed my ass off. Understandable. I did also laugh. Probably my ass off and maybe an arm and a leg. You know, a cheeky appendage just fell off as I was laughing as well. And then, of course, we've got Caroline. And I feel like I'm going to murder the second name here. Kepnez. It might not be how that's pronounced, but I tried. Who has put a wonderful mystery. And it is. So if the name didn't give it away, the Thursday Murder Club is a murder mystery. And I'm going to read the blurb to you now so you can kind of get a feel of what the book is about if you've not really heard of it or you've not really explored murder mysteries before. So when you initially open the book, you'll see that there's a little blurb there. Now, I have the hardback version with the cover still on, so I mean, I could probably open it up to sort of have a quick look, but I kind of don't want to damage the actual book itself. So I'm just going to read from what's on the inside of the first sort of page. So it starts off with someone called Val McDermid, who states, it's a warm, wise and witty warning never to underestimate the elderly. Well, I mean, that can kind of give you a sense of of who the characters are in the book. Um, So that spoils it a little bit there. Okay, so here is the blurb. In a peaceful retirement village, four unlikely friends meet up once a week to investigate unsolved murders. But when a brutal killing takes place on their very doorstep, the Thursday Murder Club find themselves in the middle of their first live case. Elizabeth, Joyce, Ibrahim and Ron might be pushing 80, but they still have a few tricks up their sleeves. Can our unorthodox but brilliant gang catch the killer before it's too late? 
I mean, to me, I think that sounds fascinating. You know, you see so many murder mysteries that are sort of just either from like a detective's point of view or from sort of maybe like, you know, a younger, maybe middle-aged. To be honest, most mysteries are from like either like a middle-aged man's point of view. Not to put that on there, but it's true. A lot of them I've read. There's quite a few from from women's perspectives, I think. A really good one from a woman's perspective is Girl on the Train. That's a brilliant book. I've read that so many times. You can watch the movie if you're not into books. Fully, fully fascinating whole thing. Yes, so what we'll do is we'll read some reviews, I think, from Goodreads and a little synopsis. And I'll try to keep all spoilers out so you, you still get the full, I suppose, experience of the book. So what I'll do now is I'll give you a little bit of a breakdown about the book. Um, and one of my favourite book websites that I fully recommend is Goodreads. Now, any book fanatic will know what Goodreads is. You can write down what books you've read. You can write down your reviews. It's basically like um, a data bank of reviews. So one of my favourite things is you can actually do like tasks as well. So you can set yourself goals. So I currently have, I think, a book I want to read over, I think it's 100 books this year. I'm doing quite well. I think I'm up to about 20 now. Um, And it's only February, so who knows? Maybe we can uh, actually beat that. That would be so great. So the nifty little thing about Goodreads is that it offers ratings. You can also give ratings. You can open a preview. It can tell you where you can buy it from. It gives you suggestions. It's a really good reading website, you know, if you're into books. So here we go. The Thursday Murder Club. So again, the summary that they've got at the front is the same as a blurb, so I won't reread that. But it has got a 4.05 rating, which I consider really good. It has 49,321 ratings. So to maintain a four at that amount of ratings, I think is excellent. There's also 6,000 reviews. So when I go down to the reviews, I find this really fascinating. Because like I said, um, I was going to hopefully recommend you some books. If you really did enjoy this book, again, Richard Osman's The Thursday murder club apparently it's very 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 similar to james patterson's women's murder club or the sisterhood by fern michaels so again huge recommendation to those i'll definitely check them out you know i'm really enjoying the thursday murder club and if you have read it or if you're now planning to read it messages on one of our socials we have twitter which is at demon fm we also have an instagram and a facebook so that's all for me I can now tell you the library is closed see you next week thanks me some great books there if anyone wants to get back into reading especially if you like a murder mystery or comedy books checking out goodreads is a helpful hint on where to find out if a book is worth picking up and for any of the recommendations remember to tune into the weekly wonder again for another cat's corner next week this is weekly wonder demon fm up next, we have Reese back for another segment of Reese's recommendations. And this time he's brought some tips for things we can do that are beneficial for self-care. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Weekly Wonder podcast so far. I'm back again with another segment of Reese's recommendations. This time to give you some advice on some things you can do to improve upon your self-care and mental health in case you haven't been doing them already. So I'm just going to jump straight into it and I hope that the tips that I give are helpful. So tip number one is try reading before bed. 
Personally, I found reading books before bed helpful as they don't overstimulate the brain in the same way that staring at a screen does. It doesn't even have to be a book. It could be a magazine, a comic, a newspaper, anything that will help you unplug. And my logic behind this is because screens flicker faster than the eye can register, but they also overstimulate the brain in that way. So it can be hard to sort of wind down and take your brain out of high level functioning. So yes, this is the time to buy that one book that you've been meaning to read and just set yourself a reasonable target. So read a certain number of pages before bed or a chapter before you tuck in for the night. I find it really helpful. Tip number two is baths. If possible, start taking baths again. I've started to get back into it recently. Light some candles, throw in some bubble bath or bath bombs, put together a playlist of chill and relaxing tunes and even a glass of wine. Just allowing myself this space for an hour to just lie there in peace and sort of go through the process of washing my cares away. I've just found it really nice to have that space of time to just relax especially for my muscles and my aching body sometimes, given how bad my posture is most of the day. Speaking of, tip number three that I have is to try yoga. Now, for yoga, you don't have to be super flexible to do this in all of the complex positions. Personally, I'm not a very flexible person at all. Of course, if you are feeling ambitious and want to do all the uh, yoga moves, then absolutely go for it. But personally, I tend to just stick to some basic stretches and flexes to help my body feel less tight and rigid, especially considering my back and my shoulders, as I spend most of my day sat hunched over looking at a computer and typing and working on things. It's just nice to help loosen up my body a bit. Plan it to be at a certain time of a day, even if it's only for 10 to 15 minutes. It might be just what you need to feel less rigid and achy. On another aspect of exercise, I've started to enjoy dancing more. Exercise releases endorphins, which can help make you feel good. If it's too cold for you to go for a walk or a run or a bike ride outside, then simply dance inside. Stick on those favorite tracks and close the door and just dance without a care. Lip sync for your life and just let yourself have fun. It doesn't have to be crazy dancing. It can be a bit of shimmying or throwing out random moves. The idea is to enjoy the music and get the blood flowing. I tend to do this more when I'm cooking because I'm in the kitchen and instead of going back upstairs or to sit down, I tend to just hang around in the kitchen and have a dance. Or I do it when I'm doing my chores. And it's actually something I've started to look a little more forward to each day because I tend to play music that has rhythm and energy and hype to it when I'm dancing. Of course, if you are someone that's willing to brave the cold and the damp of this time of year, then absolutely go outside and get that fresh air. Stretch those legs. And my fifth and final tip is one that's probably obvious but might help to have a reminder of. And that is to just take a break from your phones and social media. Personally, what I like to do is switch my phone off, even for a few hours, to know that it can't intrude in whatever I'm doing and break my focus. And I tend to put my phone on top of my wardrobe or in one of my sock drawers and just leave it there and know that for the next few hours, it can't disturb me. I'm not going to be tempted to look up anything and I'm not going to get any news updates. Of course, it's important to stay informed, but given everything that's going on, it's also important that we take a break from being exposed to all that if needed. So yes, those are my five tips for self-care that I've found have helpful 
during lockdown. Some of these I don't do as much as I would like to, but absolutely recommend them to you guys because I did find them super helpful. But yes, that's all I have this week for Reese's recommendations. Everyone take care of yourselves and I'll see you again next time. Bye. Thanks for those, Reese. A bath does sound heavenly, not going to lie. I might have to go and order some bath bombs from online and light some candles. Of course, if you're in student accommodation like me and only have a shower, they do do shower bombs, so I recommend that. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. It's undeniable how hard the creative industries have been impacted as a result of the restrictions and economic consequences with production of films, television shows and theatre performances being delayed and cancelled and as such so many out of steady work. Our Impact producer Lorraine has provided an interview with theatre actor Ezra who gives us some insight into how it has been for an actor to find work during these troublesome times. Hi, my name is Ezra and today Lorraine asked me how the lockdown had affected the theatre industry as an actor. I think that a lot of theatres and a lot of theatre companies aren't going to survive this lockdown, this pandemic, especially after the second wave. I'm finding that, you know, I'm getting castings or I'm getting auditions and they're online or I'm getting the part and they're either being pushed back or they're being cancelled due to lack of funding or just due to new restrictions. There's just no possible way that we can perform to an audience and so we, we, we have to find that we have to cancel a lot of our work. Um, and if we are sharing our work, it's in a reduced audience between, you know, our own friends in the industry or with going through live streams, which is a heavily reduced audience, which has an impact on the amount of revenue that theatre companies make. So it just has a really long um, knock on effect on, on, on everyone in the industry. My hope is maybe working closely with, you know, you know, the government um, and helping with funding or, you know, finding new ways to share our work to a larger audience, um, especially theatre work anyway. Um, um, and maybe we won't be able to step foot in the theatre for the next two, three years. That might be a possibility. But if it is, let's, you know, work together and, you know, create some work and share it to as many people as possible. Because I think that things like theatre, directing, art, music, all of that kind of stuff in the creative sector, it has a huge effect on people's well-being. So I think it's really important that, that you know, we continue to share our creative outlets with, with as many people as possible and just work together. It's a shame that Britain's creative industries like theatre, music and film as one of the country's greatest exports and things we are most well known for, have suffered such massive setbacks, especially for those who can't follow their passion as performers. Make sure to show your local theatres some love and support when things get back to normal and help them get back on their feet. Check out the websites of your local theatres to see if they're doing anything online, including shows or events, and see what you can do to support them. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. And our last segment for this episode includes Reese interviewing local Leicester music artist Ricky White, aka Digital Blonde. 
Ricky White specialises in synthwave and electronic beats and is looking forward to finishing his third album for a summer release. Ricky gives us some insight into his creative processes, what it's like to produce music during a lockdown, and what inspires him as well as showcasing his track Levanta. Let's hear how that went. Hello everyone, I'm Rhys Bailey, the Deputy Station Manager for Demon FM, and today I'm very lucky to be interviewing a local Leicester artist, Ricky Smith. Hello, Ricky. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all good, thank you. Good to be here. (laughs) Despite the initial uh, speed bumps we had in setting this up, we're all good. Yeah. So, Ricky, tell us a tell us a little bit about yourself as you know as a musician. Yeah, I call me my name is a digital blonde. What I go under, and I've been a producer. Always been in Leicester. Been a producer since about 1986, 1987, and uh, it's just dance music, really, really sort of deep trance music that I'm doing. But just recently. I've had a couple of albums out and I've gone into the 80s synthwave side of it, but trying to mix it with sort of today's big club sound, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, and they've done really well. And I'm just working on a new album now. It should be done in about a month. Hopefully it'll be released sort of this summer, which is the albums that I'm doing. One, The first one we're called Neon, the second one called Neon 2, and obviously this is Neon 3. And yeah, so looking forward to that, really. Although there is no club scene at the minute to try them out in. So <laughs> we're just sort of working in the studio all the time. Yeah. I mean, sort of, uh, what is it about, you know, synth waves, sort of electronic trance music that you love? Sort of, when did you first discover it? I've always loved it, right from a kid, right from being into uh, sort of sci fi films and that growing up, you always get this sort of electronic soundtrack with these sort of things. And, it's always been there. It's right from the 80s, you know, you had sort of house music that, that was all electronic. And then it went into the rave scene, which I was part of. That was like late 80s, early 90s, always sort of electronic music. And um, it sort of got lost for a while. You know, the trance scene, the trance music in itself is sort of really getting really fluffy and poppy and mm. it's losing its underground sort of scene, its it sound. But the 80s synthwave sound's gone really popular again, sort of, lately. Mm. I mean, I, I've always been into it, but I think it was... I watched the um, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the old soundtrack, I mean, the soundtrack more or less made that programme. It was it was really synthesised. You know, it had that big synthwave riff at the beginning. And I just sort of thought to myself, I need to bring it back to life, you know, get it back into the clubs nowadays and mix it with what I'm doing. Because you, you couldn't really play a synthwave track in a club. It wouldn't work. It was sort of just sci-fi sort of mm. sounds. And, but the, that's what I've tried to do. So still keeping the trance beats and the trance sound, I've added sort of synthwave elements to it. And it, it done really well. The, the first Neon album got album of the month in the Mix Mag magazine. And it went sort of straight to number one in the Beatport sales charts which is where all the dance music sold and then neon 2 that did the same that went it got album of the month in mix mag and that went to number one as well yeah but makes it harder for me because every time i do another neon album i have to better the last one so (laughs) you know it makes it really hard in the Mm. studio but i mean some of the songs on there are nearly 18 minutes long 
Yeah, I've had a listen through to your album yeah. and um, <laughs> both of them and both I really vibed with personally. Uh, Fantasium and Levanta, and my head was bobbing and I just really enjoyed listening to them. I like to create a, a sort of a visual fantasy with these albums where if you're a DJ, you could sort of mix the Neon albums together and literally create worlds, you know, like in your mind and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's how I try and... I think that's what trans music is anyway. You should be able to just lose yourself in it, you know, just mm. put it on, chill out, whatever. I mean, you can dance to it in a club and stuff, but mm. you could also be at home, just relaxing, put it on. I, I do a lot of deep stuff, so a lot of slow type stuff, but then it builds up to the faster stuff, but always putting different sounds effects in there to try and get, you know, like audio visuals going on, yes. you know, so that's what I try and do. I had one message once off, just a crazy message. It, it was off this girl in Australia and she went, um, I've been really ill and I've had all this treatment and that and I'm better now. But if it weren't for this, you know, this hour long thing that you, John Dublow Fleming, I don't think I'd have got through it. Oh, and I'm like, wow. That's wonderful. That, that, you see, that's priceless. Yeah. I don't care if you're not selling music. That You, you can buy that, you know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what music's about. That's yeah. basically answered the question that I had planned where I was going to ask, what do you want your audience to get out of it? You know, to dance or relax or to go on a sort of little mental adventure. And you've just yeah. basically brilliantly sort of predicted that. So that's really wonderful to hear because that was the effect that I found personally listening through some songs. I was, you know, I was happy to sit back on, sit back and relax to with a, with yeah. a cup of coffee or yeah. something. Some of them, my feet were tapping and I had a little shimmy too. <laughs> that, for, especially for sort of music where vocals and lyrics are, are mostly absent, it's more about personally, I find letting it take you on a little journey and yeah. an adventure. So that really, really comes through. That's what I try and do with the neons. And even with the covers, you know, if you look at the covers of them, there's a lot of work and thought going to them as well. I mean, I've got an artist that does all the covers for me. So whenever you see sort of a synthwave picture, it's always to do with 80s supercars and stuff. Not you know, the Lamborghini. So yeah, yeah. So the neon covers, all it is is a back of a Lamborghini going forward. So that's where your imagination starts. It's like every album, the car, it's going to go on a different journey. Mm. So, yeah, so I've, Neon 3 is going to have about 18 tracks on it, I reckon. Wow. And um, like I say, some of them are really long, but I don't mean for them to be long when I start writing them. It's just out of the go. A lot of, lot of producers, well, you've got to get it in six minutes, you know, and then you do like a, you got to do a three and a half minute edit. What has it been like working through a pandemic? How has the creative and production process been for you? It's it sort of, I mean, I'm lucky, I suppose, because I've got my studio at home. Mm. I always have done. I've always, right from being like really young, I've always had my studio at home. I need to have it at home because... Some people, they'll have studios in units and they have to travel to them. And yeah. I know a couple of producers that have not been able to get there. And so it stopped them working. I know a lot of DJs. I mean, I, I work alongside a DJ called John Double Fleming, who's really like big, famous DJ. And he's, mm. he, he's not done nothing. I he's not even been out of the house. I know a lot of sort of really big DJs that are, driving for Iceland now you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the scene's sort of really 
gone bad at the minute, but yeah. same with a lot of stuff. But for me, it's not really changed. I'm in here most nights making music anyway, so it's just sort of been normal for me, really, I suppose. From the upcoming album then, obviously due for release in summer, you said, do you have any personal favourite tracks on there that you can't wait for people to listen to? Fade to Grey, I reckon, because it's the old sort of reason that I bought my first synthesizer anyway, years ago. You know, I put that record on as a kid, but I bought the seven inch. I couldn't believe the sounds I was listening to. I, I didn't know nothing about synthesizers. I was like, what is this? You know, it was something completely different. I'm looking forward to Fade to Grey just because it's totally different to it. And plus, it's got a full vocal in it, the original vocal. And right. So it's a bit different for me anyway, because I don't really use vocals. But yeah, so I've tried to keep all the synth sounds the same, mm. you know, because it was, it was all made on 70s synths. And... Thank you for giving this insight. Obviously, you're a local Leicester talent. And yeah, having listened to your music, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I can only recommend that anyone listening to this interview, go and check it out as well. That's Digital Blonde. That's Blonde with an E on YouTube. Do you have any other social media that you'd like to plug? Just only I've got my Facebook page in that. It's summer. I need to get my head around all this mm. social media stuff. I'm still yes. new to it all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it is all out there on YouTube. People have uploaded all the songs and that. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's all out there to be played. But yeah, just play it, sit back and see where it takes you. Marvellous. <laughs> so yeah, but thanks anyway. No problem at all. Thank you so much, Ricky. And with that, we'll leave you guys to enjoy listening to one of Digital Blonde's tracks that he's kindly given us permission to showcase. This is Levanta.
wow, that was a really interesting interview. And so cool how Ricky was inspired by Netflix's series Stranger Things to create new synthwave music with a more modern flair. I'll definitely be keeping an ear out for Neon 3. Also, that was only part of a 25-minute interview, so make sure you check out the full uncut version on Demon Podcasts and show Ricky some support at the Digital Blonde YouTube channel. If you're a local Leicester artist and would like an interview with us to showcase your story and talents, feel free to contact us on our social media platforms at Demon FM or email us on hello at demon-media.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. And it sadly looks like we're coming to the end of the show. But before we go, I believe we've got some riddles to answer. So if you're ready, I'm about to give you the answers. But if you're not, don't be afraid to just pause the podcast right now, scribble the uh, answers you think maybe that you've got or things that you're trying to break down and and try and do them and, and then just press play again. I'll still be here, don't worry. So riddle number one was, I have no feet, no hands, no wings, but I climb to the sky. What am I? The answer was smoke. So well done to those of you who guessed smoke. On to the answer for riddle number two. If a rooster laid a brown egg, and a white egg. What kind of chicks would hatch? Now, I noticed this when I was saying it before I knew the answers, so I can honestly say I got this one. I didn't get the the last one. But it's a trick question. Roosters don't lay eggs, only hens. So well done if you noticed that bit of trickery there and got it right. And lastly, riddle number three, which was, I can be cracked, I can be made, I can be told, I can be played. What am I? Well, sadly, the answer wasn't my mental health, but it is a joke. Actually, that could be my mental health. So congrats to everyone listening who got three or even one. I hope that helped to scratch a mental itch and was a nice mix of being challenging and fun. Make sure to listen in next time for some more riddles. Join us on a socially distant walk through the past week. This is Weekly Wonder Demon FM. But sadly, with the answers to the riddles, this marks the end of this episode of the Weekly Wonder podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it's helped brighten your days with updated info, some new entertainment options and a small mental workout. A massive thank you to all our contributors, Alice, me, (laughs) Uh, Philippa, Reese, Lorraine and her guest, Ezra. And our special interviewee, Ricky White, aka Digital Blonde, and of course to you all listening at home. Don't forget to check out our social media, Demon FM, on Twitter and Facebook, and check out the Demon Magazine and Demon TV for more thrilling content. I've been your host, Catherine Markham, and we'll be back again this time next week. This has been the Weekly Wonder. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Weekly Wonder. Demon FM. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.